What's up, guys? Welcome to the third episode, the fourth, excuse me, the fourth episode of the Mad Ange podcast. And yes, you are seeing me. There is visuals. Why? Because I think you guys probably want to see something instead of just a picture, which I mean, big whoop. A pic- uh, here's a video of me sitting here. I guess it's a little more entertaining than a than a a picture of nothing, right? I mean, come on. So anyway, welcome to my podcast. If you're new here, please subscribe, please share, please comment, please do all that good stuff. Um, I'm sure you guys know I have another channel, my main channel, my baby. That's at youtube.com slash madange66. Um, today's episode, we're going to get deep. We're going to talk about what it's like to date a narcissist and uh, the pain it can cause you. And this may be a very, very, very long episode, and I was kind of scared about doing it because I I don't want to talk about it no more. I've talked about it so friggin' much that, you know, it's old. It's old, and I want to move on, and I want to forget it, which I have, but I feel like it's something people need to hear because a couple people messaged me saying they might be going through some shit like that. You know, they're hurting. They're hurting. So this episode is about you know, what is a narcissist and uh, what, what is it like to be with one? Um, What will you go through? Um, And also advice on how to get out, how to get out and set yourself free because you are not going to go through anything except pain, real pain, serious pain, the worst pain I've ever been through in my fucking life. And I don't mean physical. I mean, depression, suicidal feelings, Um, you know, maybe this will help you. Maybe you don't even know you're with someone like that. I didn't know. I didn't know what the fuck it was. My friend messaged me, said, watch this video. And I watched it and I said, holy smokes. My eyes were opened, the veil unlifted. And I knew right away what I was dealing with. (laughs) Okay. So you know, it's, it's hard to explain what a narcissist is, you know, everyone has narcissistic traits, but not everyone is a narcissist. I'm talking about a full blown narcissist, not narcissistic traits. There's a difference. And there's two kinds of narcissists, a covert narcissist. And I forget the other one. I'm not a professional on this. I just, you know, I, I researched it because I had to find out for myself What's the other? The other one is basically what it means is someone you can you can see that they're a fucking narcissist. Uh, there's no hiding it, you know. Um, someone who's full of themselves, brags about money. It's obvious they only give a shit about themselves. They don't try to hide it. There's no cover. There's no mystery behind them. They let you know. They let you know that they're not good. They don't hide it. Now. A covert narcissist is, let me make sure I'm getting my facts right. Because <laughs> there's covert and then another one. But I think covert is the, the hidden one. The one that comes off as this perfect person. You know, your dream person. Hold on. All right, an overt is the more obvious one, the one you know, you know. 
the one you can spot a mile away. Covert, not so much. They don't want you to know because once you know, they know you'll be gone. Um, yeah, so basically they go through the same process. They all do the same fucking thing. We're talking about covert. I don't know much about overt because I didn't deal with one. I didn't date one. If I knew, you know, because if I saw that, I would leave. <laughs> but a covert, um, they start with the same process. They go through the same phases. And the first phase is love bombing. And love bombing is... Hold on, I'm just pulling the stages up. So we know. The first one is love bombing. Basically, it's when they make you think they are amazing. You know, they they treat you like gold. I love you. You're amazing. I, I bring gifts. I order food for you. I surprise you. I call you sweetheart. I tell you I love you. I give you this love. I share things with you i i I just i just give you the feeling of wow i just met my soulmate i met the perfect perfect woman this girl is amazing they will look into things you like pretend to like them um you know research things about you and mirror it back to you like oh you like slayer well so do i i love them you know, they tell you what you want to fucking hear, man. I'm not going to look at, like, I'm not going to read this. Because I was going to read that and, you know, because cause to try to remember the exact stages. I'm not a professional narcissist fucking psychiatrist. I only know what I went through. But that happened to me, man. Oh, my God, this girl's perfect. She's, she treats me good. She buys me things. She orders food. Da, 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 da. It's to get you to love them. It's to get you to love them. They have to appear perfect. Or you won't love them. You won't be drawn in. Um, you know, if they come off as shitty, their job is not being done, you know? So anyway, you know, that's all nice and dandy. And then slowly you'll notice, you know, you'll you'll definitely see red flags. Things that you might overlook because you're like, ah, well, you know, who cares? This girl's great. I accept all this shit. <sighs> Fast forward a little. So she might she might do a couple things to test you, to see where you are. And uh, mine would put pictures of guys on her wallpaper on her phone because I was I'm, I was a little jealous. I was a jealous person. I'm like, why do you have that guy on your phone? And it would annoy me a little, but not so much. It wouldn't annoy me that she did it, but it would annoy me because I know she did it to bug me. If you did it because, you know, your free will and you just like that dude or whatever, I kind of would be okay with it. But the fact that I knew you were doing it to fuck with me, I didn't like that. That was a red flag. And that red flag <laughs> will come back around later. But, you know, and she would just give me the smirk when I would say, why, why, why are you doing that? Like, come on, that's not cool. And, uh, yeah, so there's one early, early red flag that was testing me out, seeing, you know, testing me out, jabbing me a little. And, uh, you know, as time goes on, it gets worse. Um, um, 
you know, at first the relationship was good, but I did notice you would get really quiet and just, I'd be freaking out. Like, why are you not talking? And I still don't know, understand that about the narcissist thing, but I know they are not happy people, which is why they are narcissists. Something in their childhood, something traumatic, fucked them up. Maybe they even try to bury it and try to forget it ever happened. But there's something rooted deep into their past that has made them how they are. And they can never change. They can never change. Remember that. Because they don't know that they're doing anything wrong. They don't think they're doing anything wrong. It's everyone else that's wrong. Everyone else is wrong. They don't do no wrong. They can't go to a shrink because the shrink is even wrong. They're right over the shrink. That's how crazy it is. That's how scary it is. That is how can you win when you're not ever going to be right over a fucking shrink? They're right. A psychiatrist, someone who's dedicated their life to learning this. It's fascinating to me. I think it's so fascinating. Um, what else? Where was I even at? <laughs> Where was I at? So, you know, little by little, they'd, they'd pull away. You know, once they get bored of you, let me just tell you, you are supply. You're known as supply. I've learned that from learning these things. Supply, that's all you are. You're not a human. You don't mean shit. You're just someone there to serve them, someone to give them life, give them blood. Um, they, they're like vampires. They live through you. They live off of your blood. Um, it's crazy. It sounds crazy. I sound like a lunatic saying it, but it's true. And they always have a backup. While you're with them, they're setting up something with someone else just for when they're ready to discard you. For their, you know, they're going to discard you eventually. That's coming and it's going to be out of nowhere. There might be like slow things building up to it. You'll notice they start picking fights over nothing, over the dumbest shit. Like they want to fight, they want to break up. Uh, mine dumped me early on in the relationship. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> But she didn't know that I was, I wasn't addicted yet. You know, I didn't give a fuck. I was like, okay, peace. She, then she came back, but she she wanted me to chase her, but I didn't because I wasn't there yet. She didn't work on me enough yet, and uh, you know, she did that a couple more times. She kept dumping me, and I didn't go chase her because I wasn't there yet. <laughs> wasn't addicted. They got to get you addicted. It's like you're a drug addict and there's end zones, whatever the hell the word is, something in your brain. I forget what it's called. That is, is it gets this high. What is the word? Hold on. I got to Google. We got to Google. I got such a bad memory. It's a part of your brain that feels a rush. I'm breathing heavy. I can't see it. All right, well, whatever it is, it's your brain gets 
programmed to get this rush when you hear from them or when they come back. Um, they got to train that. They got to train your brain to be that way or else their plan won't work. So, you know, let's skip ahead to the discard phase. This is my favorite phase. This is my favorite phase because this shows how fucked up they really are. They will dump you. You'll notice they stop coming over as much. And you're like, why? Oh, she's probably just home alone, crying, sad on her own, upset that we're fighting. Bullshit. No, she ain't, bro. No, she ain't. She's meeting new guys. She's grooming another guy. She's getting another guy ready. She's about to discard your ass. It's coming. I'm telling you, it's coming. But don't worry, she'll be back. Don't worry, she'll be back. So one day she'll start a fight. Now, it's not all going to, not everyone's narcissist is going to do it this exact way, but it's pretty similar. Trust me. Pay attention. Because if, if, if you were with one, this has happened to you. This sounds really familiar. She'll stop coming over as much. She will stop having sex with you as much. I'm not in the mood. Oh, I don't feel like going out. I don't feel good. She might quit her job and not even tell you. You think she's at work all day. She's at home. What's she doing at home? She's meeting new guys on these dating sites. She might even be going out and meeting them. I still don't know if she did that yet, but I know she was meeting them, talking to them. Definitely, without a doubt in my mind. Which all this, finding all this shit out made me say, peace out. Once you see the light, once you know what was happening, you don't give a shit. You're like, well, what an idiot I was. Because you think you could fix it. You think there's a hope. There's no hope. No hope. All right, so... What happened with mine is, you know, she would stop seeing me, blah, blah, blah. Then one day, we talked. We would text. I would say, oh, are you coming over? I couldn't always see her because she wouldn't come over when my daughter was over. She didn't She didn't want to get close to my daughter over, like, you know. Uh, that is another story for another day, which, whatever. I'm glad now, now that I know what she was. Um, one day, she randomly... Tells me, I quit my job. I just didn't tell you because you would get mad at me for quitting. First of all, I never bitched at her for quitting the job. One time I said something like, oh, you always leave your jobs. Whatever I said, it wasn't that bad. I wasn't like freaking out. So that's bullshit. You know, they do put things, they put words in your mouth. They put shit, they make it seem like you you said something. You know, they try to make you believe what they're telling you, even though you know for a fact it ain't true. I, that's another name there's for that see i wish i knew i wrote these down but i'm just going off on a whim i like free talking i don't like researching and doing all that i like talk keeping it real so we're getting to my point let me just breathe a minute man all right so one day she tells me i quit my job i didn't want to tell you because you get mad and I was like, that's bullshit. I wouldn't get mad, but it's okay. Why didn't you tell me? Like, you could have been here all the, all these days. You could have been over my house with me, spending time with me. That's what I was mad about, that you weren't spending time with me. I mean, little did I know you were meeting other guys, getting no other guys, grooming other guys, probably love bombing them. <sighs> um, And then she told me that she 
she went on a date with some guy. She did tell me that, this dork that I, I wasn't supposed to get mad with. I think she was only telling me that to test me, see how mad I would get. Um, it was this guy that, you know, I knew about. He's a, you know, a nerd. <laughs> no offense to him, but he's the perfect candidate to get suckered by a narcissist. But she don't like him because he's he has nothing to offer her. He's he has nothing to offer. You know, she doesn't find him intriguing. You know, n- narcissists do have a taste. Even though they're crazy, they have a taste. They know what they want. But I think she just told me that she went on a date with him just to test to see how mad I would get anyway. Then she started telling me how ugly I am and how sending me pictures of all these fucking guys with no shirts on and their six packs and all this shit. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Nowhere. Nothing brought it up. Nothing. It wasn't even a fight. It just, hey, let me abuse him. And I was I wasn't abusable yet. <laughs> I was like, all right, you're gonna send me pictures of motherfuckers. Then I'm going to send you a picture. And I sent her a picture of a girl, just a regular girl. She had clothes on and all. She was a real person in real life, but she wasn't nude. She wasn't dressed dirty. I just sent a picture and I didn't even say nothing. I didn't say she looks better than you. I didn't say shit. And she exploded. So I'm like, you're allowed to abuse me. Tell me I'm ugly. Tell me you don't love me no more. Tell me. I'm not good enough. These guys in these pictures are better than me. They look better than me. They have nice bodies. Whoop-de-doo. I don't care about a six-pack. If you have a six-pack, you look like a fucking moron to me. But the point is, really? Then we fought, and we broke up, and I blocked her, and she blocked me. Fast forward a month later, my friend texts me, hey, I see your ex at a bar with a guy. That breakup was planned because she had the next supply ready. She wanted to break up because she had the next douche ready. And I was like, who? And they told me her. And I was like, what? And of course, I got hurt. I got upset. I was like, I didn't get upset. I don't cry. If you think you're going to make me cry, you got another thing coming. I do not fucking cry. No matter how depressed I was through this whole thing, I did not cry. I put a video up of me crying in this documentary I made. I was not crying over that. I was crying for another reason, something else, nothing to do with that. But I put it in the documentary because it looked better, (laughs) made it look dramatic. Finally, I admitted that. No one knows that. That crying was not for that. (laughs) I don't cry. You know what I cry on? Movies. (laughs) Titanic. (sighs) Anyway, this feels good. Also, I want to I want to make it clear, totally clear. I'm not telling this story to, you know, badmouth her or, or nothing. I don't I wish the best for her. I don't care about what the fuck she's doing, what asshole she's hurting. I don't care. I hope they I don't really care about I don't care about this person that she's hurting because they're probably a douchebag anyway. Trust me, the type she was talking to the type she was talking to when we when she deceived me, those dudes deserve to get fucking hurt. <laughs> but her plan is never going to work out on that type because they're the type to do it to her. She's not get picking the right type. Do I got to teach her what kind of type to narcissize or whatever the word is? 
Can this fucking stand up? All right, whatever. So anyway, I'm like, oh, who? No, her, blah, blah, blah. I get all sad. And then I text her. I'm blocked, but so I make like a fake number and I text her. Hey, I know you're at the bar. Um, please, what are you doing? Why are you seeing someone else? Um, I thought we were going to get back together like we always do. See, I was programmed to think that we always get back together. So it was weird that she was out with someone. I was like, oh, shit, this time it's real. She's really with someone. Little did I know, I didn't know that she always has been with someone every time we broke up, whether talking or seeing them. She was with them. She was talking to them. She was with them. She was doing something deceitful. But I was a fucking idiot because I didn't know. So like an idiot, I buy her flowers. I send them to her house, try to get, try to win her back. And she says, no, she doesn't want me no more. And she tells me how big this dude's cock is and, you know, how great he is and he's amazing. And she fucked him in the back of her car and all this trashy shit. Where the hell is my cigarettes? They're right here. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> well, what It hurt. It really hurt, man. Hearing that hurt like hell because, you know, I did love her. I thought I loved her. I didn't love her. I was, that ain't love. Love is not abuse. Love is not abuse. So anyway, you know, after her saying all that shit, I wasn't even fighting back. What a chump. Like I was letting her say these horrible things to me. And I was like, please, why are you saying this to me? Don't do this. I'll do whatever you want. Don't abuse me. Like, why are you hurting my feelings? Don't you know what you're saying? She was like, no, I never loved you. You can tell my love was dying. Um, you're you're freaking out. so much shit. Like, this guy's better than you. He's a real man. Da, da, da. He's got a big penis. Um, what else? You know, everything you could think of in the, in the book. Your eyes are crossed. Um, you're a cheating bastard. I never fucking cheated. I don't know where the cheating thing came from. If you talk to a girl once they dump you, is that cheating? I never even said she cheated on me. She didn't cheat on me. Well, I, now I know she probably did, but that guy in the bar, that would not be cheating. I know that. But I know she was grooming him. She didn't just she didn't just dump me and then meet him out of nowhere. He didn't fall out of the sky. So anyway, we talk a couple days, her, you know, calling me names and all this shit. And then I was like, all right, all right, all right. Are you sure you don't want to be with me? This is what you want. It really sucks. And then we block each other. She doesn't want me. We block each other. So fast forward, I don't even know how long. I'm maybe a mom for whatever. And I'm talking to someone new, trying to move on. Um, I skipped a lot of stuff too, because I always talk about the other shit. This is this is like the narcissist part, the discard part. Um, I'm trying to move on. I'm dating someone else. You know, they know all about this. They know every little detail. And uh, guess who texts me? Yes, <laughs> yes, they do. And uh, I talk to them because I can't resist. Because I am addicted. I am groomed. I am. 
stuck. I'm love bombed. Talk to them. I don't know. This is the first time they came back. I think, okay, maybe they want to try. So this time you can forgive me. So we talk and I'm like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. We kind of make up and she tells me she's going to the doctor, yada, yada, yada. And mind you, the only time they come back, the only fucking time is to see one, why haven't you answered? Why haven't you tried to reach out to them? Are you giving up? What's up with this? Why isn't he looking for me? Two, do I still have power over him? Can I, you know, can he, will he bail to me right when I reach out to him? Yes, I failed. I failed that. I answered. I did. Um, and three, is he dating someone new? They do not want that. That is not good for them. That hurts their feelings. They do have feelings. And uh, four, mainly it's about the power. Do they still have the power over you? And I talked to her, and I was like, blah, 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 blah. do you think we could be together? Can we be together? I thought it was like back then where you would dump me and I would get back with you. But no, this time it wasn't that simple. She would, uh, she kind of made me feel like she might. She said, I don't know, Angelo. I don't know. Da, da, da. She wasn't totally mean, but she, she kind of like threw me a bone. Like she felt like maybe she'll get back with me. And I forget what happened. Um, I, the one, oh, she said, I stopped talking to that guy. Da, 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 da. And uh, something, something. And then we got in a fight. We never saw each other again at that point but i know we got in a fight i don't know what the fuck it was about but you know and then she started calling me names again every time worse and worse like you're ugly your eyes are crossed um whatever she could say it really hurt my feelings um i don't want to go to your mom's house it smells like piss anything anything you could because my mom's a lot of cats, so her house has that cat smell. But it was just anything you could think of. And I was so fucking depressed. I wasn't depressed. You know, in the past, I thought I was depressed on that first time at the bar. That hurt. It hurt really bad. It really sucked. Um. But later on is when I really got depressed. Once she started telling me, like, I'm fucking these guys, you know, I'm, 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 I'm not the same person anymore. Bullshit. You always been that person. I just didn't know that person. <laughs> That's the person you didn't reveal to me because I would, nobody would stick around for that. Basically, anytime she got in a fight with these douchebags, she would come to me because I'm the guy. I'm like her main supply. You know, I'm like the main supply of this narcissistic succubus because i'm the idiot who keeps going back to it these other guys don't give a fuck they'll be like peace and not care at all they won't have a feeling about it they won't even think about it you're just a piece of ass to them and uh you know i think because i'm her first boyfriend if i if that's even true i do believe it's true because she would love to have thrown that in my face you're not even my first i lied about that which now i wouldn't get hurt but back then i would have got hurt with that so that's why I believe that that's true. Because <sighs> she would have loved to throw it out of my face. Um, where the fuck was I? 
I don't know where I was. Oh, all right. So I wasn't, I was hurt by the, the guy at the bar, but I wasn't like dying yet. Then it got to be really bad where it was like the abuse was overkill. Like every fucking mean thing you could ever think of in the world. This is what they do. They want to destroy you completely fucking annihilate your heart completely obliterate obliterate you they don't care how sad you are they have no feelings it is all about them they cannot even help it they cannot change they can't no matter who talks to them you know i tried to get my daughter's mom to talk to her, try to like give her advice, whatever, like try to break through son. Like what, whatever I'm saying ain't working. And that didn't work. Nothing, nothing, not a shrink. No one. They just want to fucking destroy you. And the only reason that they probably, the reason if you wanted to kill yourself they don't care that you kill yourself. The only reason they don't want you to kill yourself is because then you're not there to torture anymore. How twisted is that? <laughs> One night, I text her. This is when we were kind of talking, but not really. Like It was mainly like her abusing me and me just saying, yes, yes, it's okay. <laughs> Can I tell you something? Name one relationship. Where you stay with someone who abuses you, who treats you like shit, who tells you, literally tells you they're fucking other people, and you accept it, and you stay. You tell your friends that, what are they going to say? They're going to say, leave her. Are you fucking nuts? Why are you with her? Break up. But you can't. You can't because you don't know what is wrong. You don't understand if they're doing this, if they don't love you, if they want these other guys, why do they keep coming back? I thought I was begging for her. Close to when we just broke up, I thought I was begging for her. Now, in hindsight, I see that every time I tried to leave, she would come back and rope me back in, and I didn't even realize it. She would say one little thing, and then I'd be back in like that. That's all it took. I was a druggie, and I needed a fix. That's the podcast thing I was listening to. He says people that dated narcissists are like drug addicts. And when the narcissist comes back and says anything to them, even if it's bad, even if it's fuck you, I hope you die. It's better than nothing. You got that little fix. It drives the endorphins in your head crazy. You, you feel good again. And then they go away. They disappear. They tell you, I'm going to go fuck someone. And then they block you. And you're back on that waiting game. Just looking at your phone. When is she going to text me again? When? Please text me. I'm dying. It's a crazy game, man. I am so blessed and privileged that I experienced it. That's crazy. And I'll tell you why. 
because I am a fucking machine. She made me a machine. Nobody could hurt me. I'll get down a little. I'll get depressed here and there, but I will never be broken again because I went through hell and I walked out clean on the other side, bro. Not scratch. I was scarred. I was scratched. I didn't come out totally clean, but I came out, man. I came out and it was bad. I was so depressed. I remember we were going to go meet. I was trying to get my boss. She said she moved to somewhere far away to get away. She needed to change and start over, which I don't even think was true. I just don't think she wanted me to go to her job and see her for some reason. Maybe she quit or whatever it was. She didn't want me to go pick her up. And I was like, oh, come on, we'll pick you up, blah, blah, blah. Like she was complaining that she didn't like where she moved. And she's like, no, why don't you just give up? I moved on. And I was like, oh, come on, please, man. I'm trying everything. I'm giving you my heart. I'm doing everything I can. And she was like, I'm already talking to someone. And I was like, no, you're not. Don't lie. Don't. I thought she was just trying to hurt me. So she sends me a picture of a guy lying there on his couch with his dick out. <laughs> and I was like, wow. <laughs> if I can count them, how many times it was just like, ugh, ugh. Oh my God, I'm getting stabbed everywhere. I don't know how I fucking got through that shit. <laughs> I've never been hurt like that in my life. Now it's funny when I think about it. It sounds funny. Like, oh, big whoop, a picture of a guy with his dick. When you love someone, you care about someone, or you think you love them. Let me stop saying love. When you are addicted to someone like crack, and they send you stuff like that, pictures of other people's bodies. Um, and you got to remember, when I met this girl, she was so sweet, so nice, so innocent, so kind. And I was longing for that feeling like of her. And when you see someone take off their mask and show their real self, it is sad. It is so sad. So sad. It hurt. It hurt like a bitch. Man. <laughs> Let me tell you another story. One time, you know, this is like these stories are us talking, not talking, talking, not talking, talking, not talking, on and off. Every time I would move on, she would message me. Through a fake number. And I'm like, you fucking don't want me. Why are you messaging me? Because you don't like that I'm moving on. You know I'm going to move on eventually. But anyway, the story is, I go to drop her makeup off. She left it at my house. So I'm bringing her makeup to say my final goodbyes. And I'm, I'm swear, this is it. I'm going there to fucking say goodbye. And to give you your shit. So I have no ties with you. I don't have any of your shit. You can't say I got your shit. Here's your shit. So I go give her a shit. She looked like she's been out all night too. Which, what a surprise. 
Um, I wouldn't even be surprised if she went and got dressed real quick just to make it look like that, just to fuck with me. Or maybe she just got home that morning. Either way, it doesn't matter. I don't care. I don't care. So I give her shit. I put a note in there. I write this long love goodbye note, which she acts like she never even read, which is cool. You know, they have no feeling. They have no fucking heart, no soul. They are soulless black souls. So I give her it. And I say, do you want to go to Duncan or something? Blah, blah, blah. You know, just to say goodbye and all. Of course she says no. But she doesn't look happy that I give her shit. Like, she looks kind of, like, disappointed. Like, wow, he's really getting rid of my stuff. Like, he's giving me my stuff. Why? I just sense, like, a like her thinking, why? Why is he giving me this? Like, she could, like, she was disappointed that oh my god he's really letting go he's letting these he's getting rid of this backpack of baggage so i give her it and i say blah 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 kava hug we hug and i go home this is the kicker this is what i've been telling you guys this is what i've been telling you guys this part is so important pay attention And then you will know what I've been teaching you this whole podcast about narcissists. Remember when I said they want control over you? They don't want you to get over them. They want you to suffer over them. They want you to fucking die over them. They want you to be destroyed over them. They block you and you don't care. That's not good for them. That doesn't do nothing for them. They're going to wonder why you, don't you care? Why are you just like, oh, it's cool. All right. I get home after I brought her makeup. Go to my room. I feel good. You know, I feel like, hey, man, you know, it was a nice run. <laughs> it was a nice torturous relationship, but I'm glad it's over. I get a text. Saying, hey, I just wanted to show you this new King 810 song. You're the only person who likes metal, so I wanted to show you it. I'm back in. That one text, that breadcrumb, that bone. It's all it takes. And I'm back in my head. Maybe she feels something for me. Maybe she kind of wants me. Maybe she loves me. No. 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 That is her planting a seed. Planting a seed because she knows I went to bring that shit and I was saying goodbye and I was letting go. And she didn't like it. So she had to put that seed in me to make me go fucking nuts again. Now he's going to be thinking about me. (laughs) Dude, it is crazy. It is so fascinating to me. It is fascinating. This narcissist shit is crazy. Unbelievable. I could talk about it forever. I can not because I'm like, I love it. Like 
not because I want to dwell on the past, but I'm just so fascinated with the way people work. And I would have never knew. I might still be going back and forth with her if I didn't find out. I might still be stuck in that rut if I didn't find out what she was. Now, the research I did on it, I there's no research on a narcissist's first relationship. Now, I do know anytime she got in a fight with one of them a-holes, she would come back to me. Because I was her safe place. I was the guy that, I was the one that was always there, no matter what. Whenever one of them a-holes hurt her, I'm the a-hole she came to. And they were a-holes. They were fucking a-holes. And she tried to rush. She tried to rush with them. And she tried to, she basically tried to be a narcissist to other narcissists. And I don't know these dickheads that much, but I've seen them and they, one of them looks like an overt narcissist where it's clear he only cares about himself. So clear. Yeah, I don't think he's like poisonous where he's going to rip someone's heart out. Uh, there's different levels. I don't know much about overt narcissists. I just know if I ever date a narcissist now, I will fucking spot it. I will spot it like the motherfucking shit on the bottom of the toilet. <laughs> because... There is no mistake in that. That discard phase and the abuse phase, people cheat. Let's talk about this real quick. Here's the difference. People cheat, right? They make mistakes. They deceive their partners. They hurt their partners. They feel bad about it. They have remorse. They have regret. Um, you know, Even if they do it again and again and again, they're fucking assholes, but they, they never want the person to find out they never want the person to be hurt over it they never want to rub it in the person's face they never want to crush the person you know they just do it because you know they're horny or they they want that new feeling or they just want to experience something or they want to have a, a fling they don't do it to hurt the person no one says i want to cheat and then make them find out basically tell them that i fucked someone on purpose that's the difference a narcissist does they don't care if you find out you know if they if you the only reason they might care if you find out is because they don't want you to move on but eventually they're going to tell you anyway because they want you to be heard over it they're going to say hey i did this with this person it's so much better than you their body looks better. No matter what, you could be the best looking person in the world. They're going to tell you that you're not. They're going to tell you that their reality is fucked up. You know, they're going to make this new person look like God, even though they're not. They're not shit. They ain't shit. Trust me, man. <laughs> These mofos ain't got nothing on me. And I know that now. And I used to not. I, that's not true. <laughs> I never really believed that. Even when she would say all that, I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, that guy's great. <laughs> he didn't compare to me. I'm not saying I'm hot shit, but I'm, you know, I'm a lot better than these friggin' losers. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, the point is a regular person doesn't hurt people on purpose. 
they have remorse. Narcissists have no feelings. All they care about is themselves. It's not only relationships. They get in arguments or not even just, you know, not arguments. They don't get along with anyone. You know, there's always a fight. Oh, my boss did this. Oh, I got to work with these coworkers. Like, they never get along with anyone. And they never say, hey, maybe it's me. No, it's everyone else. <laughs> it's not never them. <sighs> I'm getting worn the fuck out. <laughs> this is going to be the best podcast ever. Now, I, I am aware that this person may listen to this, stalk my shit and listen to this. And try to do something bad to me, but I'm I'm accepting the consequences. I'm accepting them because it's something I got to talk about. It's a podcast, man. I'm talking real. I'm being real. No bullshit. And there's a part of me that does feel bad for her. Because I don't even think she wants to be like this. I think she does want to. I don't know. It's so complicated. It's so I could say I think she wants to be happy in, in a normal relationship. But at the same time, that goes against everything what a narcissist is. I will say this. I am sad that whatever happened in her childhood that fucked her up to make her this thing, this narcissist. Whatever happened, I wish that didn't happen because it's a shame. Um, she's not one of those kinds of narcissists that are happy walking down the street, you know, banging people, being all happy about it. No, there's a true emptiness in there, and it, it is sad. But, you know, come on, man. <laughs> I was depressed. I was really depressed. I wanted to kill myself. I tried to kill myself. Uh, I tried to hang myself, and she she was with me that night. She couldn't stay with me. She couldn't sleep over to make sure I was okay. She had to go home and call the cops and tell them I'm trying to kill myself. Well, why don't you just stay with me, sleep over, and then I won't. Then I'll be happy. I don't know, because that would be too much. She probably got so much satisfaction knowing I tried to kill myself. Which I wasn't even that far into it, you know. I I sat there, I put the belt around my neck, and uh I was I really wanted to do it, but I just couldn't bring myself to. It was just so I was just so sick of being sad. And I, I felt like how could this end? Like how can I get rid of this sadness? It's it's a feeling you will never know unless you go through it. I got to tell you, I've never been that hurt in my life. I could joke about it now because I'm free and I'm happy, but I thought I would never get out of that. Some people are dealing with this for like 20 plus years and they never get out. I'm a strong person for getting out of that. If you're if this sounds similar to any of your situation, please take my advice. Get out. And what you got to do, if they message you, don't answer. If they email you, don't answer. 
If they call your fucking daughter's mom, don't answer. Don't answer at all. Why? Because you don't care anymore. You're free. It's just noise. You don't care anymore. You have moved on. You've healed. You don't want to give that any energy. Energy is bad. Energy is supply. Let them go. Find new supply. Hurt someone else. That's sad to say. Don't try to warn the new supply. Don't do that because they're just going to think you're nuts. They're not going to believe you until they get hurt, and then they're going to say, man, he was right. (laughs) And I'm going to say, hey, dickhead, you should have took my advice. (laughs) I'm not totally crazy. This is my favorite episode, by the way. (laughs) Hopefully I can upload it. Hopefully it doesn't cause no problems. I just want you to know I'm not recording this to bash anyone, not even her. You know, I don't even care what she did to me. I fully forgive it. In fact, I want to thank that person for making me who I am, a strong person, stronger than I'd ever be if I didn't go through that. That was an experience of a fucking lifetime. Great times back then. You know, I'm not going to deny we did have some great, great, great times. Um, and those times I, I cherish, but the other times I don't, it's sad to know they were all fake. Even the good times they were fake as a motherfucking $2 bill, but I'm glad I knew they were fake. They were real to me though. So that's what counts. Fake to her. That's cool. That's cool. <sighs> this is my favorite episode. I love this episode. See, it's going to be really hard for me to not upload this, knowing how much I love this episode. Yeah, man. It's amazing. The thing, when I listened to that, to these things, I was listening to the best thing I heard that opened my ears more than anything is when he said, I said this earlier, but I'm going to re-say it. When he said, if you tell your friend Hey, I'm with this girl, but she keeps abusing me mentally. Not not physically. She never hit me. I mean, I am six one. <laughs> but anyway, she keeps abusing me. She keeps throwing other guys in my face, sending me dirty stuff, pornography, um, you know, saying the most hateful, horrible things to me. You know, doesn't sleep with me, doesn't even touch me, doesn't kiss me. But I still stay with her. What is your friend going to say? Are you fucking insane? Are you mental? What are you getting out of this relationship? That's one of the most eye-opening things I said I I heard because it's true. No normal relate. You no one would stay in a relationship like that unless they were under a spell. And the guy I listened to said you're under a spell. You can't help it. You don't even know you're under a spell. You just think you're trying to help. You just think you're trying to make things better. You're you're hopeful. But you're not. You're under a spell. You're not even in love. You're under a sickness. You're a drug addict. You're addicted to that end zone in your brain, whatever it's called. <laughs> I still can't figure out what it's called. End zone, morphine. Let me know, guys. 
But that pain, I wouldn't wish that on my worst, worst, worst enemy. And they will, they will try to convince you they're not a narcissist. They'll say they're bipolar. They'll say they're anything else but a narcissist because they know once their 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 thing is cracked, once you crack the code, once you figure it out, they're fucked. It's over. It's over, Johnny. There's no more games. Johnny figured it out. So they're never going to admit to it. They're never going to say, yeah, you're right. That's what it is. No way in hell. Somebody keeps texting me about uh, Monoskin. <laughs> All right, guys, that was episode three. We're going to wrap it up. I don't even know how long this shit is. Let me see. Well, you have no idea how long I've been wanting to do this. I just haven't. Because it is a little scary, you know. God knows what will happen. <laughs> They might see this and try to hurt me again. But guess what? I'm unhurtable. All that's going to happen is if they try to do something is I'm going to tell you guys. And that's it. And I'm not going to answer. I'm not going to respond. I'm not going to fight hate with hate. You know, I have no hatred toward that person at all anymore. I'm over the hate. I forgive them. I actually forgive them because they made me strong. They made me a machine. If anything, you can call them my maker. And I don't hate them because I, you know, while they might not have loved me, I do have a spot. You know, those memories were real to me. Not the bad ones, the good ones. And as crazy as it sounds, and while I know they were fake to her, they were real to me. And that's all that matters to me. It's like what I said on that thing earlier or a video ago, a couple of videos ago, I said, when you love someone, it doesn't matter if they love you. It doesn't really fucking matter at all. What matters is that you know you love them. That's all you can do is love them. What, however they feel is how they feel. That's fine. As long as you're giving your love, you're doing your part. And uh, I wasn't perfect. I was not perfect. We got in some fights and I was an asshole. But, you know, I don't want to... <laughs> mostly, 99.999% of the time, it was highly provoked. You know, I, I could only take so much. You poke a bear, eventually he's going to snap. But uh, that's all, guys. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to this episode. Probably the most intense episode yet. If you like these more intense episodes where we talk about really crazy shit, let me know. I hope you guys learned a thing or two about a thing or two. And I love you. Have a great day. Now I'm finally caught up with the Spotify podcast and the, the YouTube podcast. So if you're not, if you want to just listen to these, go, go listen on uh, Spotify. Just type Mad Ange uh two i believe <laughs> the link will be in the description but yeah so just go subscribe to that if you just want to listen if you want to watch me sit here and smoke cigarettes and drink coffee and look like a homeless person then you can come on here but uh what else yeah go visit my main page my main youtube page my baby and uh have a great day guys i love you 
don't bash narcissists. Just steer clear of them. You know, this is not a hate podcast. I, I still want you to love everyone, even those who treat you bad, because at the end of the day, it's worth it, man. It's worth it. You can say you did your part. You tried your best. And, uh, well, <laughs> I got a lot off my chest. All right, guys. I love you. Have a great, great, great day. Please click, click, click the thumbs up. Peace. Peace.